0: People were just like, oh, finally Christmas, we get to do yes. like kind of a normal Yes, I holiday. was.
1: I was like that. Everyone.
0: Is- December 16th, wave four or five, depending on how you count it. Depending
1: on where you are.
0: Case numbers are?
1: In Ontario today, there was 2,421 cases reported and Toronto's reporting 505 cases. And these are not notable numbers for their enormity. We've certainly had more cases than this, but we are in an incredible period of growth right now.
0: The last two or three days, the growth numbers each day, I feel like you've texted me as soon as you saw the numbers. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, did you see the numbers today? And they were yeah. like substantial jumps the last three days. Yeah.
1: our se- In Ontario, our seven-day average right now is about 1,500. And our case reports today were 2,400. Like yeah. that's how far...
0: Tomorrow we'll double it, I bet. We'll like... some.
1: And so this is all because of a new variant, which I don't know how to pronounce. Omicron? Omicron?
0: Omicron, I think, is how people have been saying it.
1: Which is much more transmissible than Delta, which was more transmissible than Alpha, which was more transmissible than the original COVID strain.
0: This, yeah, this one they're saying it might be six times more transmissible.
1: Mm-hmm. And so... The reproductive number of this virus, which is like how many... So if you have one infected person, on average, how many people can you expect the infected person to infect? And if that number is less than one, then we're good. Then the pandemic is not spiraling out of control. It fizzles out. If that number is more than one then that's when you get exponential growth and you're just going to see the numbers slowly go up and up and up. Yeah. And so in Toronto, we've been hovering right around one since like the All through summer. Delta,
0: basically all through the Delta. All
1: through Delta, we've yeah. been doing quite well. And now in Ontario, the reproductive number of... Omicron right now, just Omicron, not overall, is close to five, yeah. 4.55. So every person infected with Omicron is infecting four and a half other people. And that is why we were seeing this incredibly explosive growth. And we went from not knowing about this variant at the end of November to it now being the dominant strain in mm-hmm. Ontario as of basically as of today
0: yeah and so dr Adelstein brown the co-chair of the ontario science table did a press conference today and laid out the data as he does so well every every time we have one of these waves and there's a few important takeaways i think the first was early on i guess this came out of south africa and the early well
1: it didn't come out of South Africa identified it first. They identified
0: it first, right. We don't know where it started, I guess. South Africa first identified it, and so data and we're tracking it. So the first data on how severe illness is came out of there which was indicating that it might not be the good news maybe was that it wasn't as bad as the other strains.
1: So that they were getting fewer hospitalizations from the same number of infections.
0: Yeah. But what Dr. Brown highlighted today is there's two issues with South Africa that makes it different from Ontario specifically. One is the mean age or the median age, I think he listed. I can't remember the exact numbers, 28, something like that was South Africa and Ontario is more like 41 so it's younger Mm -hmm. people and many more of them they think 90 percent of them have been exposed either to a virus either to a previous COVID virus themselves and and or have been vaccinated like so 90 that's 90 percent of their population Mm -hmm. and it is not that high here do yeah, it?
1: they also have a lot of people. I think that have that are double vaxxed and have had COVID.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they they have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the first. You know. So I guess two reasons why we shouldn't. You know. That I think we a lot of people compare. are under the impression it's like apples
1: to apples.
0: Yeah, but the, a lot of people are under the impression that it's less severe. Most likely, it's not. The data. The other data he shared was from Denmark. That makes so they compared hospitalizations in Denmark for Omicron to all the other strains and it was if anything it was slightly higher rate of hospitalization Mm -hmm. but the numbers are small for Omicron so it's hard you know Mm -hmm. it's it's it it, yeah we shouldn't be assuming it's any worse is his his point
1: or any better
0: Sorry, any better I mean yeah yeah, any any yeah exactly we We don't need to
1: assume it's as bad that it's serious yeah The other thing that he highlighted was that the vaccines do help mitigate the effect of this variant because the other thing that's been widely reported and probably why it's spreading so fast is that our neutralizing antibodies don't recognize it as well. Mm -hmm. There's like a, up to a 40 fold reduction in the amount of antibodies that are going to bind to the spike protein on this Omicron variation as per lab studies. And so, yeah, it just is getting into our bodies. Vaccinated people are getting infected more, but Dr. Brown highlighted that even though there are more breakthrough infections it's still much less likely you're going to get infected if you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And there's still protection from hospitalization. Although yeah. I don't think we have all the numbers on that necessarily. but
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what. So the effect he did show an effectiveness graph that shows mm-hmm. after you got your second dose, the time in weeks following your second dose. And it's sort of...
1: That you know, was just for infections, though. Not that's just infections,
0: not hospitalizations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that would be the important one to, to see. Yeah. But it, what it, the effectiveness one looked like after about three three to four months. So at, at first, in the first couple of months after you get your two doses, you're at 90% effectiveness. By four months after your second dose, you're down around 35% effectiveness if you get a third booster dose, you're back up to 75% effectiveness. So that's yeah. the, the key, st- you know, Right now it sounds like the province's key strategy is to just really ramp up those third doses, get as many people a third doses as possible. Yeah, I don't know
1: how they're gonna do that. Doctor Brown was talking about doing two hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand vaccinations a day. That's at a our peak in the summer we were at two hundred and fifty thousand. So it just seems unlikely that they're gonna be eight, that they're gonna be able to ramp up to do more per day than we did in the summer mm-hmm. when like healthcare workers are more burnt out, and it's the holidays, mm-hmm. and it's there's more. There's going to be more infections than ever. It just seems unlikely to me that yeah. we're going to reach that height.
0: For comparison, I just checked. It's like we did something like under twenty thousand vaccinations today.
1: Well, yeah, because That's all the vaccination th- clinics have closed. Yeah, from yeah, this yeah. summer, like yeah. we have to re. Like all these things have to get restarted.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's the holidays. So they, they are, you know, it does sound like they're, motiv- they're trying to. So UHN sent out an email just saying if there are nurses, or I guess any healthcare workers who uh, are willing to work, you know, if there's a need for them to work and they do cancel their holidays, they will get their vacation pay and time and a half. Mm -hmm. for the time that they work. So it'll be like two and a half, whatever. They're trying to find ways to motivate people to come and work over the holidays to, I guess, partly because they need the vaccination clinics Mm -hmm. staffed and other things.
1: I know, but I, I mean, I feel like there's a point at which money is not motivating anymore. Yeah. Like when you're just so burnt out, I definitely saw that from some Ontario nurses on Twitter today. They're like, there's no, a, or, a, we're not coming. We're done.
0: Yeah. I don't know. For everyone that e- e says that, I'm sure there are many who will also, I don't know, heed the call, you know, just mm-hmm. that's, that's their identity. They, that's what they do.
1: Yeah. I hope so.
0: Right. Just, I choose to. Just not, optimistic. Our <laughs> not our nurses. Not <laughs> <That's>
1: our <laughs> Our contribution to the greater good yeah. is... Just keeping all of our nurses. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So the other piece of the way it so far has been communicated, I guess, is you know that the Dr. Moore, Kieran Moore, who's the public health, he's now the new. What's what's his role? He's the
1: CMO, H Chief Medical Officer. Chief Medical of health. Officer.
0: Yeah. His His last
1: for the so, province.
0: Yeah, for the province, he did. press conference. Was it one day ago or two days ago? I can't remember, but Two two days ago. And there were a lot of questions from the, the press after. And he, I, he did not give very clear, you know, everyone wants to know, okay, holidays are coming. What should people be doing? You know, what should we be changing plans? And he, the concern, it seemed the concern I had with his answers was it, they basically, he is basically saying, use your judgment, try to keep your gathering small. Think about if you have risk people at risk in your family, but for what we're up against, this thing is not that's, it feels like people don't understand, like we don't understand our human brains are feeble and we don't, we're not good at understanding risk and exponential growth and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how insidious this is going to be. If it's six times more virulent than the previous rounds.
1: And to tell people to use their judgment without giving any guidance (laughs) on how to judge <laughs> is yeah. also kind of useless.
0: The good news I guess is they did they did uh, start giving out rapid tests so I guess that people should have access to rapid tests to test themselves and their families.
1: Hopefully if they can actually get them out to people how, over the next week.
0: Yeah how many do they have?
1: Like I mean I think in Toronto like we got some, Families with school children will get some But like if you're in a rural area Like how Are they getting rapid tests to you right now
0: Well the LCB Didn't they say the LCBOs were going to be giving them out Yeah It's possible they'll have some Or some way to get them to rural areas I would hope
1: Yeah (laughs) It just Yeah It's just one of those last minute things, like all the things that happen. But that's our, I feel like that's the extra, because we're not getting our booster shots before this thing takes off. That's for sure. Yeah, It's too late for that. So rapid antigen tests are like the only layer of protection that we can add without cutting contact. Yeah. But we will also have to cut contacts. Somebody said like reduce contacts by 50%. I forget. I don't know where I
0: heard that. Yeah. I think that was something Dr. Brown said, cutting contacts by 50%, Mm -hmm. which,
1: which we definitely will over Christmas. Yeah. By a lot more than 50%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But is that enough?
1: No, I don't think it is enough. It doesn't
0: feel like it's enough for what it sounds like this is.
1: So Omicron is doubling every 2.2 days right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the fun game to play is to look at the calendar mm-hmm. and then just double the number every three days. And I did that the other day. And I think by New Year's Eve, I got to 16,000 cases a day in Ontario.
0: Yeah, the graphs of where we're headed were the most broad, like the red, they had a, you know, a bad scenario and a good scenario if they do the, if we're able to ramp up the vaccinations quickly, but the the, both of them were very, very broad. And it Mm -hmm. was like, it seems so hard to predict. Everything's happening so fast. Numbers are going up so fast. It's like, how do you i think
1: so fast
0: i think dr brown said that we're trending towards the worse edge of that red swath mm-hmm. on the graph but which is really scary it, yeah it's
1: yeah i mean we, we hit 10, all we can cases hope a day all we soon. can hope is that our vaccinations are protecting us from severe disease and from long COVID and from all the horrible things. Yeah. And like turns it more into the flu. That's, that's like, right. You just get really sick for a bit and then you're okay. I hope, but we don't, but we don't know. I mean, we don't know.
0: The hospitalization number. Yeah. That is the question. It would be good to know after two doses, Six months, because a lot of us are falling around. You know, there was a huge, everyone got their second dose kind of around this summer time. And we're falling into this six months. What is the e- effectiveness of keeping people out of hospitals? That is the the number that would be interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't know yet. I know. Okay. So we had about 900... Omicron cases today,
0: nine hundred.
1: Yeah, or yesterday, maybe as of as of December fifteenth. Yeah. So then that's a terrible number to work with. So let's just say it's a thousand today. So about half. Let. And then still less than half. I thought someone said it was it's at probably fifty-three percent.
0: Right. Okay. But oh yeah, fifty-three. Right.
1: Yeah. So yesterday was nine hundred. So, okay, fine. I can do 900. So then by Saturday, we'd have 1,800 Omicron cases. And then by the 21st, we would have, what's 1,800 times 2? 3,600. 3,600. And then by Christmas Eve, 6,400. I mean, that's mm. not right at 70, all. 7,200. 7, 7,200. <laughs> yeah. That's like a week away. Yeah. And that will be more cases per day than we've had in any wave.
0: Yeah. What is the most we've had per day? Uh, 4,000? No. Is
1: it 4,000? I no, I think it was closer to six, let but me six. let me go back to my trusty graphs here. Well, with the caveat that we don't actually know how many cases we were having per day in the first wave. Sure. Um, oh, that's active cases. There we Oh, 4,500 is 40. approaching 5,000 on the worst days. Uh-huh. Okay. And so we'll be, we could very well be up over 6,000. Our graphs are all going to recalibrate and make our other waves look smaller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, something else I'm looking at here is that when, okay. If you look at the graph of the effective reproductive number that our value we were talking about yeah. that you want to be under one to not have your, inf- your pandemic get out of control. Yeah. So is mostly for most of the pandemic, it's been under one and a half. Mm-hmm. When the waves get really bad, mm. it gets, You know, up to one and a half, and then when we're doing well, it's around 0.8. But when we started, when the pandemic started, it looks like the top of the graph is around 3.4. And now, Omicron is like 4.5. Wow. This is much worse than at the beginning when we had no. Protections and it was just spreading.
0: And part of it, I think, has got to be the psychology of it. Like, this came so. People were just like, oh, finally, Christmas, we get to
1: do yes. like, kind of a normal. I holiday. was, right? I was like that. Everyone,
0: and no one, it's like we just wanted to not think about Delta. There was that little stock market blip like a little while ago. Everyone was like, oh, another one, another, another wave. And then people were like, no, no, it's not going to be that bad. I think that was like the just whether we want to be in denial or we're taking that data from South Africa saying it wasn't going to be as severe and (sighs) or Delta wasn't that bad in the end, you know, like,
1: yeah. I mean, what is severe? Like
0: just not worth uh, changing your plans over
1: almost 90% of Ontario, somewhere between 85, 90% of eligible Ontarians are vaccinated. Of course, not the kids under five. But a lot of us are double vaxxed. I just hope that that provides enough protection for our hospital system and for ourselves. The cases are going to go up, cases are going to be crazy. Yeah. But But then what is the actual meaningful. Damage to our lives and our healthcare system when we're at, if we get to 16,000 cases a day. Yeah,
0: the bulk of I the don't population. Know. It's like the bulk of the population who have two doses, but and may be getting their third dose, but will still be in the window before that third dose kicks in, mm-hmm. like if, over the next three weeks, three to four weeks, right? That's when everything's going to go crazy. Yeah, What, what is the effect on the bulk?
1: I guess that's what we'll talk about in our next podcast.
0: Yes. Good place to end it. Joke.
1: Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? Because the chicken walking behind it didn't know how to social distance properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's
0: funny because it's true. I cross yeah. the street now and I see someone walking towards me on the sidewalk. It does happen. Okay. Good night.
1: Good night.